You guys hear that? Woo! For those of you old enough, which is not our guest, that's a little CCR for you. Woo! Just let that feel it. Just, I mean, you feel that just bum to your chest. A little fortunate son by CCR tonight to kick this show off right. Woo! I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. What up, everybody? That didn't feel like it was right. I didn't just didn't. I didn't feel it. Right? You didn't feel it either, did you? You didn't feel it. You didn't. You're not with me yet. You didn't feel it. It's Wednesday. We need to get a little pumped up, right? This ain't just a typical show. This is a Westbrook show. This is Westbrook Wednesday. Let's kick this thing off right. You guys ready? Let's kick this thing off right. I've got. Uh, make sure I got my connection issues right there. Got some folks tuning in. I'm gonna have to dial this up right here. And let's see if we can kick this thing off the right way. Turn my volume down on my phone and act like we've done this before. Uh, Barry Davis, Jason Cassidy, Brian Schiller, uh, Matthews in the house. Miss Jean Wilson says BRB. Uh, Barry Davis in the house. What's up, my brother? Uh, killer show for you guys tonight. Um, uh, this this is I keep I reference him as the kid regularly. Um, hopefully I don't get punched in the face when I see him in person because, uh, because the kid's a hammer and, uh, it's, it's, I'm, I'm excited because I think he's other than the Perkins twins that we had a while back, I think he's the youngest that we've had come on and he's definitely the youngest solo to sit in the chair and handle the hot seat and handle the plead the fifth. So it's going to be interesting to kind of see how this 16-year-old kid handles, I'm throwing some real questions out. Like, I didn't take any, like, I didn't take any shortcuts. I didn't go easy because of his age. And to be honest with you, from what I'm gathering off of doing my homework on this guy, I don't think he would want me to take it easy. I think he's a guy that, that's going to, that's, that's when I want to, you know, kind of grab the bull by the horn, so to speak. Um, you know, in his, in his, you know, we're, we, you guys are going to see, it's going to be good. But before we do all that, Let's kick this thing off the right way. You guys ready? What's going on? Facebook Live. Woo! What up, everybody? Welcome to Westbrook Wednesday. I'm your host, Scott Butcher. And holy crap, am I excited about the show tonight. We've got a packed house already. Uh, Mr. Walton Doyle's in the house. The uh, beautiful, amazing queen of uh of kayak fishing miss jean wilson is in here jason cassidy brian schiller what's up buddy uh matthew hellstrom's in the house robert brown um and i believe uh, i'm seeing miss uh miss joyce Orr. that may be is that grandma is that is that this kid's grandma in the house tonight i am loving it much love grandma Orr. uh loving that kind of support up in the house little shout out there y'all make sure that y'all uh give uh give give grandma a big shout out there that's uh that's huge in the house i don't know that we've had many grandmas on so i'm digging that that's killer jackson's in the green room now kind of turning a little red he's getting a little nervous grandma's in the house can't got to tell the truth now because grandma knows she's been there from the get-go anyway uh let's get some business if you guys are just tuning in uh welcome to westbrook wednesday uh two things i want you guys to do some housekeeping right before we get rolling into this you guys know how we do it in the comment section Drop a comment. Let us know where you're watching from. We love seeing all the comments roll in and get to and get to tie people together in different parts of the company uh, country. And it just shows us and shows folks, uh, you know who, um, you know, what, you know what kind of the reach that we're getting uh, with this little podcast here that we do every single week. Um, secondly, I want you guys to do this, and this is a big one tonight. I don't normally spend as much time on this share option as I'm going to ask you guys to do tonight. 
But uh, point blank, this is a kid that's asked for nothing from this sport, and we're going to get into the details. But believe me now before we dive into it, this is a kid that's asked for nothing from this sport and done nothing but give to this sport and the community and the folks around him. So I want to try to reach as many folks as we can tonight, folks that may not have heard of this show or reached out. You guys smash that share button and, uh, and, and tell your friends that you guys are on and that y'all are bringing, uh, uh, bringing on Mr. Jackson or uh, who at, at, a, at a very young 16 years old um, has, got, uh, has got quite a story already. And we're in the very first few chapters. You know, he's not like Walton where, you know, he's already kind of halfway done with life or maybe even further because, you know, if you guys know Walton Doyle, I mean, you know, that guy, he may not even make it next week. You know what I mean? Like, that guy's struggling to breathe. I mean, you know, I'm just kidding, Walton. Walton's not dying no time soon. That'd be bad, right? If we called that on the show, golly, that'd be terrible. Walton, don't die on us. Don't die on us. <laughs> Dustin Nichols in the house. Uh, Miss Kathy's watching out of Augusta. Uh, Dustin's out of Victoria, Texas. Uh, Mount Holly, North Carolina. Dixon, Tennessee. Uh Paso Robos, California. Ben, I don't even know if I'm saying that right. I'm sure that I'm not. Uh, so, yeah, I have to be getting that wrong. Walton Doyle's like, dude, I know, bro. I didn't mean that you're going to die. But if you do, I, I mean, you know, the Westbrook family, man, we take care of your wife and your kids, bro. Don't worry about that. So, uh, Noah Dick, uh, Dickerson, uh, shout out, brother. Just got married this past weekend. As a matter of fact, that guy, y'all give that guy some love. That guy got married in this hat. Well, not like ceremony and not this hat, but like his version. I call I call this the Westbrook church hat because it's so clean, right? This is my church hat, right? So, but he, uh, he wore this at his wedding reception this past Saturday. It was really dope. I got some photos to prove it anyway. Um, uh, yeah. So you guys smash that share button. Let everybody know that you guys are coming on with the kid tonight and, uh, it's going to be good. Not a ton of stuff going on. You know, we're kind of winding down a little bit of the of the tournament series uh next week we'll talk a little bit about hobies about hobies uh toc uh that they got going on over in uh over in arkansas the following weekend it's not this coming weekend it's the next uh it's the it's the first uh from my knowledge i believe it's the first toc uh one of the hobie guys can correct me if i'm wrong which i've been wrong before um uh mr jody queen is in the house what's going on buddy how are you man josh tatum's in here uh anyway uh so not a ton of stuff going on there I do want to touch base on the Westbrook shop meet, uh, sh- uh, swap meet. I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm getting excited with the show. Y'all got to slow me down. Breathe, right? Take a sip. I'm not sponsored by Chick-fil-A, but I'd love to be. <laughs> oh, man, that's an Arnold Palmer right there. Actually, that's like, I mean, that is an Arnold Palmer because the swamp water is like 50-50. I'm pretty sure Arnold drink is like 80-20. So, you know, 80% tea, 20% lemonade. I'm a natural Arnold Palmer. I can't do that. The swamp order is good, like if they mess it up. But when you go 50-50, that swamp order, we're getting way off on track. Anyway, the swap meet, right? Let's get back to that. Uh, the swap meet going on at Westbrook Supply Co. Uh, all the guys got together and did one last year. Uh, Fluke Master and I. Oh, yeah, Fluke Master. Hey, <laughs> Fluke Master and I uh, last year didn't get to attend that because we were up in Pittsburgh with the Angler Company. Um, but I will be there and fluke will be there. And I've already started going through some bait and some tackle and some rods and, uh, and even some rod storage options and a bunch of different things that we have got spread out all all over the place. So if you're anywhere within driving distance of Westbrook supply, reasonable driving distance, November 16th, I'll get somebody to drop a link, uh, over here. Uh, Timmons, if you'll do that, bro, drop that link in here. Um, uh, we already got a, uh, a page up, but we're doing a big swap meet. What it is, is it's not just Westbrook guys, Westbrook's folks. Um, anybody in the kayak community, the fishing community, come up to the shop. We're going to open up the doors. We're going to set up a bunch of tables inside and outside. And we're basically just going to do a free for all little yard sale, uh, you know, running around the shop and whatever's going on. So a great way to get rid of those extra rods, you know, uh, you know, maybe reels that you're no longer using, uh, you know, extra baits, tackle, all those different things. So, uh, phenomenal opportunity to come up there, sell some things. Also, a phenomenal opportunity to come up and buy some stuff. Uh, you know, it's been well taken care of that you're not having to pay retail for. So that's what me does again. Mark that on your calendars. It's only three Saturdays away, counting this Saturday, uh, uh, November 16th, up at Westbrook Supply Co. in Midtown Atlanta. You guys can go to uh, Westbrook Supply Co. right here on Facebook or to WestbrookSupplyCo.com to find out more about that. It's going to be good, good stuff. Uh, Thomas Rice is in the house. Mr. Mike Cheatham. What's going on, brother? How are you, man? 
uh, uh, Dylan, uh, another one. That's the KBF kid right there. Dylan, uh, Dylan Fuqua's in the house tonight. Uh, Jackson, that's your competition, bro. Spying on you, man. You better watch out. That's the competition, Dylan. I mean, I mean, actually, you and Dylan, we're going to get into that. I tell you what, let's quit talking about Jackson and let's talk to Jackson. You guys want to do that? Let's bring in the kid, Mr. Jackson or what's going on, buddy? Hey, how you doing, Scott? I'm doing well, man. How about Good. yourself? Good. Thank you so much for having me on your show tonight. It's an honor to be a guest. Oh man, well I, you know, I appreciate that puff of smoke up, uh, <laughs> up, uh, uh, you know, up my back quarters, bro. I don't know about honor. We're just a podcast. We're just a bunch yeah. of rednecks who like to fish in these little plastic <laughs> boats, bro. You know what it's like, man. You've been doing it a while now, but, but I appreciate, it, man. You know, I, when I reached out to you a couple, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, you know, I, I, I told you, man, you know, and I, and I make no secret by it. Everybody knows it that watches this show, uh, you know, for us and for me very specifically, we wanted this show to be about the community and about what's going on and to be that little bit layer deeper than the, in the kayak fishing community. And so we picked folks to come on here that we're fans of and bro, what you're doing in the industry, I'm a fan of yours. I will forever be a fan of yours. You have to do something really bad, <laughs> which we might find out about actually in digging through some of your past and digging through your Instagram. I mean, you know, we, we, we may find out here on the hot seat. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. I'm ready. Are you nervous? Are you feeling it? Like, I'm a little nervous, yeah, but I'm ready to take on the challenge. <laughs> this isn't your first live. Like you've done a pod, you like you did Paddle and Finn's podcast a couple weeks back. You did a really good job there. I, I mean, I haven't really seen you get frazzled. <laughs> I don't know. I just I like taking on challenges. It's 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 fun to have fun with it. I I'm, got you. I'm super excited for tonight. It's gonna be a well, good dude, time. You're making quite a name for yourself, not just on the water, but off. And we're gonna get into some of that. But, I mean, 16 years old, you'll be 17 later this year, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, in December. All right, cool. So, uh, you know, I, I mean, this just kind of – I know a little bit of the backstory, and we'll dive into this before we get into the show. But, I mean, you essentially asked mom and dad for a bass boat, and we're like, that's not really realistic. So, right. you know, kind of scaled <laughs> it back to a kayak, right? Mm-hmm. And and it's kind of been it's kind of been go ever since. Yep, most definitely. Incredible, man. Absolutely incredible. Awesome. Dude. Uh, we've got some, uh, some phenomenal swag that we're giving away at the end of the show tonight. Uh, Calcos is a company that reps you, uh, and, uh, you know, and that you rep pretty hard that rod mule that we're giving away at the end of the show. That thing is an utter, an utter tank. I mean, talk about just being, especially for kayak anglers, being able to grab your stuff and just throw it in the back of the truck or have, you know, six, eight, 10, I've got, I've had 10 rods in mine, spinning, uh, 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 casting rods in mine before. And I mean, that thing just holds up super, super well. The the bait sacks that we've got as well. I'm not sure if you guys have ever seen these before. This is a secret weapon for me. And now I get that Jackson. Uh, now you're you're obviously not a dad yet. <laughs> so here's my thing with this, guys. What I love about this bait sack right here is that when I carry these different bag, these different baits, these are some giant hooks that can run into one of my kids' hands in the back of the car or into my leather. Even worse, like the like the kid's skin will heal. <laughs> My leather car seats won't heal, right? So I love using these bait sacks. They just you just open up, drop your bait in, leave the obviously you leave it tied on. It's got a little keeper here on the back where you spin your line up, and then this snaps onto the bottom of your rod. Everything that I use with a treble hook, I now keep a Calco's bait sack on. Like it's that kind of important. So we're giving away four of these in a couple different sizes um, and a rod mule here towards the end of the show. But before we get in all that, bro. You got We got to see if you're going to play the fifth. <laughs> you think you are? I don't know. I I I have the goal to not to. <laughs> the goal is to not play the fifth. I'm digging that right there already. I'm digging that. Well, uh, let's dive into this thing, man. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, guys. Uh, welcome to Westbrook Way, and I'm your host, uh, uh, Westbrook Way, and Westbrook Wednesday. I'm your host. Getting shows confused, guys. You can tell I work too much, right? Uh, welcome to Westbrook Wednesday. I'm your host, Scott Butcher. We're on with the kid, Jackson Orr, uh, the 16 year old, um, that is, uh, that's just making a name for himself, making waves for himself on and off of the water. And he's agreed to come on and answer six questions. We've got six questions laid out here in front of you. And, uh, the goal here is to go through any of them without pleading the fifth. You do get one plead the fifth at any point in time you decide that you want to use it. All you got to do is say, I plead the fifth. And I will, there'll be no follow-up questions. You'll have to answer to those from grandma or any of the peanut gallery later on down the road. I'm sure that grandma, dad, and all your family is watching. So this should be good stuff, right? Right. I'm super excited. 
All right. Well, Jackson, bro, when I told you that I wasn't really holding back, uh, we're starting off question number one. And I'm not going to lie, man. This may be the toughest question, the toughest beginning question I've ever started with in the history of the show. And we've had some real, we've had some real conversations here. So I'm not holding back, bro. We're gloves off <laughs> round one. You ready? I'm ready. All right. Now, growing up, you've you've gone on different shows and talked about before growing up, you know, fishing with your dad. Your dad would come on from work as a civil engineer, and your dad would come on from work. You know, you were five or six years old, and you just would y'all would love to just go beat the banks, go fish. You know, whether it was for pike, for brim, for bass, whatever. That was just that was that's your first that's your first recognition or, or remembrance of fishing. Um, that 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 bond that you had with your that with your with your father then really shows heavily now in your life and in the tournament scene here. Now your parents, and I'm not going to get in too personal here, but your parents went through a divorce five or six years ago and you went and lived with mom and little sister, uh, up in the DC area. Um, uh, or Washington state, Washington, Washington state. state. Yeah. yeah. I was get confused. Uh, I, I'm pretty, I'm not smart. Right. I'm not. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, anyway, so you guys, uh, you went up there and lived and then your family really had a, uh, you know, had some had to really kind of weigh heavy on 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 what your life was going to be. And you guys had a lot of conversation and, you know, and you and your mom and your dad ultimately decided that you going uh, going to, to live with dad about two, two and a half, three years ago, um, you know, really was was kind of going to be something that, that you needed to do. And I know that, you know, I know that you love your mom and your sis and everything else. Like nobody can take away mama's love. But you have this super. um super important relationship with your father. And, and I, and I feel like it's something that, that unfortunately we don't see a ton of in society today where young men have these super positive role models and you do. Why do you feel like that bond with your dad is so special? I mean, I, I've been very blessed with my dad. He, when I lived in Washington, I lived in Washington state when I was in the fourth and fifth grade and my dad and I would talk all the time and we'd spend hours on the phone together and just talk about our day and just talk about when we're going to see each other next and what we're going to do and it came summer of 2014 I believe 2014 or 2015 and it was incredible. We went fishing almost every night. We would go out to the ponds. We never had any kayaks then. And we just have a good time and we really bonded. And he showed me how much he supported me. And I mean, we had conversations where he'd just come up to me and tell me how proud he was of me. And I, it was, it's just a really awesome feeling to have someone always behind you. And Ever since that, and ever since that's actually the summer that I stayed in Indiana. My mom uh, allowed me to stay in Indiana, which was a really big decision for her. That's super tough. Yeah, it's super tough decision. And but ever since that day, my dad has been my number one supporter. And if I just wanted to quit fishing right now and play basketball or football. He'd be all in, and he would do everything in his power to help me accomplish my goals. And I'm the same way for him. I'm he he has goals, and I do my best to help him out with everything. And it's just it's a really cool relationship that will be forever lasting. It's been super awesome, dude. You know to 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 hear to hear you talk about that, and to see your guys' relationship, and to see the way you guys are around the tournament scene. And on the trails, because you guys travel together, you fish your dad. Your dad's quite the quite the angler himself. Uh, uh, so you know, so not downplaying dad. Actually, we might need to get dad on the show one day and have some conversation with him. Uh, I'll hit you up for some dirt whenever that happens. So, <laughs> but you know, it's it's to me. I you know, I wanted to start with that conversation, Jackson, and I know that it's heavy, man. But but there's just you know, we don't see a lot of that. You know, the relationship that you guys have. You know, Dylan, uh, who we were just talking about, his relationship with his dad is very very similar. And I love seeing positive male role models in these guys' lives. Um, you know, uh, I work with Flukemaster a pretty good bit, and we constantly get emails and conversations uh, and texts and, and, and stuff from, from moms who are, who are teaching their kid how to fish through Gene. 
because they didn't have a, you know, a, a father figure in their life. And now they're raising, you know, young boys or young girls that, that are interested in this sport and interested in, into, you know, whether it's on the, on, you know, on, on the, on, uh, my mind just went blank, whether it's on the bank or, you know, or in the front of a boat or in the, you know, or in the bottom of a kayak. Um, you know, and I just think that it's super, super special, this bond that you guys have. And, uh, you know, I just, I just wanted to make sure that, you know, that, that, that you, that you were able to touch on that. Um, and, and it's something, bro, that, that I hope, and it's hard to see this. And I hope that you don't, that I, I don't think that you will, but you're 16, like those, you know, those ages are coming, bro. Just keep that mindset. Understand that, that dad has your back. And I know that you know that. But, uh, you know, it's just, it's, I'm just a fan, man. I'm, I'm a fan of seeing the relationship that you guys have with one another. I'm super close to my father as well. Awesome. So, yeah. We appreciate that for sure. It means a lot yeah, to man. us. It's just good stuff. So on to question two, uh, breaking records. I, I mean, like that's something that you do. That's something that you've done. Uh, you, you currently have a spotted gar record. Um, for Indiana, right? Uh, yeah, it is actually not right now. It got broken last year, but you held it for a couple mm-hmm. of, about three or four years ago. Uh, and this was something that you had set yourself up on a goal of chasing the spotted gar because I mean, let's be honest, the state record wasn't wasn't a wasn't a monster, mm-hmm. and so you chased that for a summer or two. I mean, tell us a little bit about, you know, about how you found that and setting that goal and what that felt like. And then, and then I got a follow-up question. Okay. Yeah. So my, uh, my grandparents actually live on a lake called Big Lake in Columbus City, Indiana. And I would always go up there in the summer. And it's always been a goal of mine to catch like a bigger gar because they're so hard to actually hook them because their mouth are so hard and... They're super bony and hard to get in. I've had so many gar where I'd get it right to the dock and they'd come off. And so I've always been super determined to catch a gar. And one day, uh, it was the summer or beginning of summer in 2016, before I went to Washington to visit my mom for the summer, like I do every summer, I caught a gar that was around six pounds and 34 inches and I let it go, not realizing that that would have been the state record. Oh, so, brutal. Uh, it was it was a super awesome experience because it's always been a goal of mine, so it didn't sting that much. But <laughs> I wanted to catch the state record that much more after that day. And So at what point did you realize? Like, I mean, did Dad or – I mean, like, how did you realize that that would have been a state record? I uh, When I was in Washington visiting my mom – I was just on my iPad and just kind of scrolling through the state records because I think there was like a most recent state record broke. And I looked at Indiana and I saw Spotted Gar was like 5.1 pounds. And I was like, oh. <laughs> so I was that much more determined to catch the state record Spotted Gar. And so it, that, it, that, that kind of lit a fire for you then. That kind of gave you that, that fire like, look, I just beat this. Now I got to prove it. Mm. Yeah, it wasn't much about proving it it was just about like uh, it was it was it's fun targeting these fish and i thought it would be so awesome to just see my name on that list and that was my goal for that summer and i was i every day after i visited my mom i stayed with my grandparents for a while and it was one night i was fishing on the dock alone i don't even think my dad was at my grandparents at that time and it was like 11, 11.30 at night, and I Aren't landed. you like 13? <laughs> I was, oh, wait, I'm going to have to talk to Grandma. Grandma's in the comments. Grandma, why is he <laughs> out of the dock at 11 at midnight by himself at 13 years old? <laughs> Grandma, I'm going I'm to slide in your DMs, Grandma. We're going to have to have a talk. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Just kidding, Grandma. Yeah, it was, it was 11, 11.30 at night, and this gar kind of floated to the top of the water like they do, and I, I was using a bobber and cut bait. And it bit it. And with, with gar, you can't, well, at least from my experiences, you can't just set the hook right away because their mouths are so narrow and bony, like I said before. So I kind of let them take it for a while. And I just set the hook on it and just reeled as fast as I could and netted it. And I saw how big it was. And I told myself, like, that's the state record. And the next day, we 
went to go certify it at two or three, uh, like weigh-ins that were certified by the state. Certified and, scales, yeah, yeah. Yeah, certified scales, and it turned out to be six pounds, thirty-four point seven inches. Now at the dock at midnight, I mean, y'all just leave it in a net, or there's a basket off of the dock, or like we, where'd, where'd you store yeah, it? Yeah, we just kind of stored it in water a little bit, kind of kept it fresh and kept an eye on it. So we could, and then we went to uh, the certified scales in the morning. That's incredible. So yeah. what do you what do you go running up the running up the back of the house to grandma and be like, grandma, I got it, I got it. <laughs> I was so excited. I just my heart started pumping. I'll remember that feeling forever. I mean, I started getting butterflies in my stomach. It was an incredible feeling. That's incredible. Now, now, now we've mentioned grandma once or twice, but I mean, you have a really unique bond with grandma as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, grandma's a big supporter of yours. I yeah. mean, off the water from these tournaments, like grandma's expecting a phone call from you, right? Oh, she's awesome. I actually, during tournaments, I'll even call her sometimes. And uh, she's super motivational and she's, she's like my mom figure to me. Like my mom is my mom. But yeah. My grandma is like, she's always there for me. I go since I can drive now, she was always worried that I was never going to see her because she would always be the one to pick me up from school. And yep. I, I stopped by and see it. We actually, I feel like we've gotten closer ever since I've gotten my license. Cause I just kind of go over there and hang out with her. And but she was nervous that she wasn't going to get that was, time with you. She was nervous. She, she enjoyed that time with you when she picked you up after school in the afternoon. Yeah. She actually had a conversation with me and she started tearing up a little bit. I remember that forever too. And, it was, she's such an awesome grand. Like today I came home from school and I looked on the stove and I saw food ready for me to eat. And it's, it's just, she's such an amazing person. I'm coming to Indiana. Grandma, <laughs> I want a hug. I mean, that's that like, I mean, I'm a grandma's boy as well. My grandma currently lives with us. Uh, I've always been a grandma's boy. So Jackson, man, I tell you what, dude, I mean, you know, other than the remarkably good looks that I got and you clearly didn't like, we have a lot in common. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. I'm kidding. So that's, that's incredible, man. Incredible. Learning good stuff, man. That's that's uh absolutely loving it. Now, uh question three. We're getting life and death situation here. Because you had I mean, you almost died in a hobie a couple of years ago. And I don't think that people really know this story oh. that comes out of out of the mosquito lagoon. <laughs> When you were super young, I mean, you, I mean, you came, I mean, literally inches from death in what you thought was a, was a vicious shark attack. Yeah. I mean, what, I mean, what, what happened? You're in Mosquito Lagoon. It's your first time really getting out kayak fishing. You got dad behind you and you're like, you're getting it right. I mean, you're paddling on down. And then the next thing you know, like your dad said, he looks up and I mean, you're paddling for your life because there's a shark chasing you. <laughs> oh, man. Well, what am I missing here? It was it was funny. I thought they were sharks at first, but they ended up being dolphins. I thought they were sharks for that whole time. <laughs> there were three of them, but it was so shallow to where they weren't like they weren't going up and down like that. They were just kind of going like that. <laughs> if you guys aren't familiar with Mosquito Lagoon, it's like two foot deep the whole <laughs> river, right? And so, I mean, Jackson, I like, I mean, bless your heart, 13 year old you, first time <laughs> on the boat, like, you thought, you thought Jaws was chasing you. I, I was pretty scared. I was, the thing was, I was in my Hobie and I had the Mirage Drive, so I couldn't make a full pedal. So I was just kind of fluttering as fast as I could. And there was these sharks chasing me, and I was just, I was freaking out. It was so scary. So you're doing the, the you're doing the Hobie half step, right? I was, yeah, I was doing like the court the quarter pedal. <laughs> so, wait, I mean, so like, if I, I mean, I'm just saying, I'm cruel as a father. I mean, I would have been like, yeah, dude, you better go. Like they're still on you, or is he or is he quick and be like, nah, brothers, they're just dolphins. Uh, he wasn't. I, I actually don't think he was in my sight at that moment. So that made it even more scarier because I ventured off to go fish this island that I saw on a map. And all of a sudden, I hear this kind of splash. And I look behind me, and there's these three fins chasing me. And I didn't realize they were dolphins until. You just, I mean, like, I mean, you didn't finish running or nothing. You just, like, threw everything in the boat. And yeah, I just, I just started going. Because <laughs> <laughs> was the paddle back to get the dad before dad told you? It was. Dolphins? 
I would say, I, if I remember right, it was like 10 to 15 minutes. So it was, I called him right away though. And, but I started laughing because I realized that they were dolphins. So I, but it, it was funny. I but that, that blood pressure dropped. I mean, your palms oh. got bloody. Like it was, you thought life was over. It was scary. It was scary for sure. <laughs> Well, I, I mean, so, I, I mean, have, have you had any other near-brush encounters since then? I, you guys in the comment section, drop in the comments below and let us know. First off, y'all got to hit that funny button, <laughs> that, uh, that 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 laughing emoji, because this is uh, that's funny to me. Uh, I can Because I would do that, Jackson. I'm not laughing at you, bro. I'm laughing with you, because I would be sitting in a boat. I would probably be doing that now as a 37-year-old, terrified. No, it was, it was super funny. We We definitely got a big laugh out of it. <laughs> Now, have you gotten to do much fishing, uh, you know, in, 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 in gator country yet? Um, I have a little bit. Like, obviously, I fished the national championship this year. That's gator country. Yeah, and then we fished, uh, I forget what the lake name was, but a lake in Florida. Actually, that same trip, we went to the Mesquite Lagoon, and there were gators everywhere. They were going under our boats. My dad took a picture of, like, a 12-footer. It was, it was pretty epic it was scary too but it was it was cool it was fun that, that doesn't the gators don't bother you they i mean i get scared but i i just say if i don't do anything to them I, they're not going to do anything to me they, yeah <laughs> well everybody can say that they're more scared of you than you are the them except for jody queen because he almost died with a gator one time i saw I say he almost died, but yeah. you know that everybody knows the story of, of jody getting jody's kayak getting hit uh yeah. you know from the gator so but uh, but dolphins, bro. I just I didn't you know didn't uh I didn't didn't know you'd be be terrified of the dolphins, bro. That's incredible, <laughs> absolutely incredible. If you guys are just tuning in, welcome to Westbrook Wednesday. I'm your host Scott Butcher, and we're on with uh with the incomparable, the sensational Mr. Jackson Orr, uh, who is just an up and comer, making big waves and big splashes by doing big hook sets. Um, uh, on and off the water across this industry and across this community. And, uh, and we're at the halfway point. Uh, he's now three questions up and three questions down, uh, catching up and talking with us a, a little bit. So, uh, Jackson, man, we're going to dive into question four and, uh, and we're going to talk about another catch. Uh, a K, uh, I believe I have it right as a K A T C H. Correct. Uh, which is a, which is a charity tournament, um, that, that you, that you now have hosted your second annual just recently, a few, a few weeks back. Um, and I, I want to know what's the story behind this event, why you founded it. And then my follow-up question there is, is what do you, what do you, are you planning this two years out, three years out? Is this something you want to be doing a decade from now? Like, where did this come from? How did you, how did you get started in this? And then, and then what's, what's your plans for this thing moving forward? Because this, I saw it last year. But this year I got involved a little bit and and I'm a, this this really threw me over the top, bro, as a fan. So the stage is yours. Tell us about this event. Yeah, so it was about uh two years ago, or I guess it it would be a year and a half ago. I I was just kind of sitting on the couch one day. I had really nothing to do and I was scrolling through my photos and looking through my photos I see like all of the fish I've caught and all the tournaments I've fished in and like realized just how like super cool and fortunate I've been to fish in all of these nationwide tournaments around the country. I mean, that's always been my dream. And I've realized that there's people out there that don't do not have the opportunity to chase their dream. And I saw uh, Mr. Ron Champion, actually, he hosted a charity he hosted tournament. tournament. Yeah. Year. Mm -hmm. Yep. The year prior to that. And, I just, he's a huge role model to me. I'll, he's, As he is to everyone in the industry. He's, he's watching, actually. He's such an incredible man. And I was sitting down that day and I just thought, like, how can I be better? And how can I use my love and excitement for the sport to impact others? And for me, I got the idea from Mr. Ron Champion, and that was to have a charity tournament. And the first year... It was September 8th and 9th and 10th last year, or 7th, 8th, and 9th last, last year, and we had 47 anglers signed up, which was amazing, and we raised $900 for charities, which was even more awesome, and this is, uh, you're a 14, yeah. almost 15-year-old? 
It was right, doing that. I was 15, 15 almost 15. Yeah, 15, yeah. Mind-blowing. And you get, you know, almost $1,000, almost 50 anglers to come together and do your inaugural event, which is the hardest one to do. It was it was incredible. It it brought tears to my eyes and there was only like looking back now like there was 47 anglers. And that's huge. This year was insane. It what was, happened this year? I before I published this tournament to the public, I had a goal of reaching 100 anglers so we can raise $2,000 for charities. And it was that Wednesday night, uh, two days before the tournament, we had 110 people or 108 people signed up, which was, it was incredible. And we ended up at that, we ended up having 137 anglers signed up and raised $3,000 for charities. So it That's was incredible. It was incredible. Now, now tell folks a little bit about this online and how this works mm-hmm. and, and whether you're a kayak learner, whether you're fishing for, you know, I, I, you know, whatever it is that you're doing, tell us a little bit about, uh, this event and, 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 and how it enters and how this plays out. Okay. What you can do with the money and, and, and how you, and how you divvy that up. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's an online nationwide event using the app tourney X. It's a five fish limit. You can, uh, you can fish any public lake in the United States and Canada. And what I did this year, the top 10% of the field, the money that they would get for being the top finishers is now would now be theirs to donate it to any charity of their choice. But in lieu of money winnings, uh, they received prize packages from, 24 amazing sponsors so it, it was now, incredible okay so from last year to this year you over you more than doubled your your number of anglers you tripled the number of money that you that you that you gave out to charity the number of checks sent um and then you had 24 different companies individual companies throughout the industry come together and send you products for you to send out to to guys that took first, second, ninth, tenth, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so you sent that instead of lieu of checks, and then those anglers that would have placed in those positions, you let them pick charities, right? Correct. Mm-hmm. It, it was so it was so awesome. I couldn't be more great. I mean, like I was telling you before, like my name is on this tournament. Like it's called catches. Kayak anglers together can help. And it just goes back to that. And this would not be possible without kayak anglers. The kayak fishing community is just, it's unlike any other. And it's, it's just so spectacular. I just, it's been so awesome. And I wouldn't be where, where I am today without everyone. As it's been awesome. Jackson, I, 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 I do two podcasts a week, bro. Hour and a half or so. Like I'm never speechless. <laughs> I, it's utterly mind blowing how you have pieced this thing and jigsawed this thing to where I, I there's like it's perfect. Like it's unbelievably perfect the way that you've laid this out, the way that this thing goes. And I hope that next year you have three hundred anglers <laughs> in this thing. Because I'm gonna be right there waving the flag. I know that Ron and all of these other folks, I it's just it's it's incredible, bro. What uh, what what? I mean, you you have no plans on stopping this, right? This is something you want to continue to do. This as is as long as you can. Yeah, my goal is to have it a yearly thing every year. And when I have kids, when I get older, and I'm not here anymore, I want. I want it to be carried on. I think it could be a really cool thing, and I think it can impact a lot of people. Somewhere your dad's grabbing his chest right now going, kid, <laughs> whoa, pump the brakes, pump the brakes. <laughs> Jim's, like, Jim's like, I ain't ready to be a pappy. Don't, uh, yeah, don't do that. Um, uh, unbelievable, man. I just just un- unbelievably phenomenal. Uh, those companies do a phenomenal job. Uh, big shout-out to Attorney X, who waves their fees to host this event. Uh, you know, and, and again, you know, big shout out to, uh, to Ron champion who, you know, is the inspiration behind this, uh, Ron's doing something very similar. He does it every single Christmas season. It's called the racked tournaments. 
uh, racked tournament. I think it's R A C K D or R A C D. Somebody will drop a drop a link down here, but and make sure that I that I'm getting that right. But you guys can go do the same thing. It's something very similar to this, um, and uh, and that's live now. Um, I believe on Tourney X as well. So so super super cool. Now I want to talk about bucket list places, and with you being so young, fishing bucket list places because up until this year. St. Clair was a bucket list fishery for yourself, and you got to go there twice this year. You went there once uh, with when when KBF rolled through and took a top twenty finish, which is massive. And then you went back when Hobie's BOS went through and took a top a top ten finish. Uh, I think ultimately finishing seventh, uh, right behind your dad who took fourth, right. Mm-hmm. And that ultimately put both of you guys in the TOC. And now you guys just came back from lacrosse where you fish kbf's championship event um and that wasn't your best tournament let's just be mm-hmm. honest nope day one okay. was really tough for me but day now you're going to hobie's bos which is another massive tournament with some big names um i, I want you to i want you to tell me a little bit about st Clair, and and then i want to and then i want to talk a little bit about toc okay yeah, St. Clair has always been a bucket list place for me to fish ever since I've gotten into kayak fishing. I've I've seen so many pictures of big smallmouth, and it's always been a dream of mine to catch big smallmouth. And at, it was the first KBF event I fished there last year. My dad and I actually fished right by each other the whole day, and we probably caught 50 to 60 fish apiece. And it was St. Clair showing it out. It was nothing like I've ever experienced before. And they were all 17, 16, 17, 18 inch smallmouth, even some 19s. And it was phenomenal. And every time we went there, we would figure something else out. And for the Hobie, the Bass Open series this year on St. Clair, we actually got passports and fished in Canada. And it was like two weeks. Whoa, that's a, a different. That's a yeah. that's game changing right it there. Was so that's awesome. where the sticks go. I it mean, was, that's where you know that's that's where Sadiqi was. You know, that's where Josh was. That's where Christine was. You know, when you get up on that side, it was it was amazing. And during practice, my dad and I caught a ton of fish. We were with uh, actually. Uh, Christine, Rich Offner, and Kevin Nakata and I actually quadrupled up. Name dropping. Name dropping. Get it, boy. Get it. It was incredible. And we probably caught 70, 80 fish apiece. And they were all of them were 17, 18, 19s, and 20s. There are grown men weeping right now in the comment section going, I wish I had that life. And here you are, 16 years old, getting a passport to go fish. Yeah, super fortunate. It's been it's been awesome, like I said. Unbelievable. Now, what uh what so what what's what's another bucket list location for you? Um bucket list location would probably have to be Clear Lake in California. I've heard so many great things about that that place and I've seen so many gigantic bass pulled out of that Are lake. Are you a swim bait guy? I'm I throw swim baits sometimes. I'm I like throwing big baits occasionally, but yeah. What's your bread and butter? What's your what do you always get in the kayak and have tied on? If I if I had This is one, not a plead the fifth question, guys. <laughs> Let me hold me to question count. If I had one bait to throw, it'd probably be the Picasso Lures tungsten knocker. Ooh. Yeah. I I I love moving. Running baits. that vibrating jig. Yeah, I fish finesse a lot, but I really like fishing moving baits. Well, that new uh, that new one that uh, that Aaron Martin's produced. It, yeah, uh, the Shockblade Pro. That's a bad dude. Yes. That's a bad dude. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. Um, I've uh, I've I've gotten to fish with Aaron with with, uh, really? with some of the stuff in the past. Yeah, that's so, so cool. That's awesome. Name drop myself. No, <laughs> it was, awesome. I got very lucky. I got to do some filming with Picasso a while back and uh, and got to work with those guys. Uh, phenomenal company, great baits. They do some phenomenal things. Uh, I throw their shaky head like it's nobody's mm-hmm. business. That rhino, oh. they're they're spectacular. Oh, they're Jim, awesome. Jim, yeah, Jim, Jim Ware has has got me, got got my heart on that shaky <laughs> head. And that dude just, I mean, he works a shaky head like you know, a shaky head and a spoon. I see them big old spoons on your wall back there, 
like Jim Ware, that's uh, <laughs> down here where we're at. That's where it's at. So oh, he catches some giants on them too. <laughs> so now you're going to the TOC in a couple of weeks. I mean, this is now. I, I, I'm I'm just gonna kind of I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw you under the bus, Jackson. Now the like I said, you you went up and got to fish with some of the best six in the world. Uh, you know at at, uh, at you know at, at lacrosse just a couple of weeks back, and it wasn't your best showing. A lot of these same guy anglers are now coming into the Hobie event at the TOC. Uh, are you looking for redemption? Like, what's on your mind? Do you, or is that or is that something that's even there? I mean, do uh, you do you do you feel that pressure at sixteen, or are you just a robot? I mean, this year for me, this whole year has been about improving my mindset because to me, and in my opinion, fishing tournaments isn't just about having the skill; it's about having like confidence and mindset and lacrosse it really threw me off on day one I didn't catch a limit and I told myself that I was gonna go out on day two and I was just gonna I was just gonna fish and have no expectations because that's how I want to be able to do that every tournament and that's been my goal this year so I'm just gonna go to Lake Wachita I'm gonna have a clear mindset positive mindset and the only thing i'm going to be thinking about is finding fish and i'm just going to go out there and have no expectations and hopefully it's going to be a good time no matter what i mean it's just a privilege to go down and fish with 49 other anglers it's so i just i that's my mindset right now and every answer every question i throw this kid the kid's (laughs) grand slam out of the park like i can't even somebody you're not 16. I want to see some ID. I don't even know. I'm calling your father. I don't even understand how you're so poised. At 16 years old, at no point was I thinking about my own confidence while fishing. Like it's just Jackson, bro. I, I just I, I I can't like I can't be a bigger fan, oh, dog, than what I, I am, man. It's just it's amazing to sit and watch you handle yourself. Now let me throw let me throw a little curveball in here. What's the competitiveness between you and dad? Because he took you down. I mean, he, you know, he didn't eat your lunch, but fourth and seventh at the last uh, BOS event on St. Clair. I mean, do y'all trash talk at home? Like, I mean, are, are y'all, are y'all, you know, do y'all team up as much as you can team up? You know what I mean by that? Yeah. Yeah. We're, uh, it's funny. We're actually, we work as a team a lot. Um, he, like, when we're fishing tournaments, he'll do the hotels, he'll, he'll do, He'll do GPS and everything. He'll figure out where we're going, how far it is, and I'll figure out all the spots, and I'll help him figure out what hotel we want to stay at, and he'll do the rest. And so we work as a team there, and we, we share everything with each other. And it's, it's super amazing, and there's been times where I succeeded because of him, and he succeeded because of me. And it's, it's just been, it's been phenomenal. Now, I mean, I, look, I, I, I'm a fan of roses and rainbows. Like, I like it. But, I mean, there has to be a time when, I mean, you and Dad are cranky and, like, yeah, you know, y'all are getting ready to throw, you know, a bag of, you know, a bag of Cinco's at each other's heads right at a boat ramp. Like, come on, man. There, there, there was a time. It was actually – it wasn't a live event, but it was a KBF one-night stand last year. I was getting late, getting and, tired. Yeah, getting it was uh, – we were out there – all night long and it it was a two fish limit and i had a 21 and a quarter and i had two 20 or i had a 21 and three quarter and a 21 and he had a 21 and like a 20 so i i thought i had it in the bag so i i took a nap i i went to bed and he wakes me up two hours later with a 22 and <laughs> I wake up and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> and I'm all tired and everything. And it he was funny. 20, he caught that 22 quietly. He caught, yeah, I'm surprised he even woke me up. <laughs> and uh, so it was funny. We had a little, it, it was funny, like competition. And we kind of went back and forth at each other because he was up by, he was up on me by an inch and a quarter. And there was like four hours left, I guess. And, it was the funniest thing ever that I will never forget. It was with an hour or probably less than an hour left at the one night Santa. I catch a 21 and three quarter. And that I've, 
it was 21. I, I was trying to squeeze as much as I could to get 21 and three quarter because if it was if it was 21 and a half, I wouldn't have won. He would have beat me because he had that 22. But I was, it was his tail had uh, extra. It was longer in one area, and I was, <laughs> I was. It was you awesome. leave him down those little quarter inches, was, right? Yeah, I, I got him by a quarter inch, and I I called him because. He went over to me with that twenty-two, so I kind of fired back at him with that. It was it was funny. It was, and That's then he killer, he beat me the next one, so it was it was all fun. <laughs> I got it, love it. Well, bro, we're 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 rolling into the last question here, question six. Okay, you guys are just tuning in. You got to make sure that you can roll back into this interview and check this thing out. If you guys are uh, for some reason uh, getting this getting in this far late into the podcast. Make sure that you go back in. You guys can find uh, can find uh, everything that we've previously talked about in the show and last week's episode at westbrooksupplyco.com forward slash Westbrook Wednesday. And you can find the Westbrook Wednesday podcast on just about every single major podcast uh, uh, software out there available. We use Anchor FM um, to, uh, to distribute all of our podcasts across Apple, Spotify, um, uh, iTunes, all of the great podcast locations. You can make sure that you guys go find those there. We're having a lot of fun tonight uh, with Mr. Jackson or Jackson, man. Last question here, and and this is this is getting back into the deeps here, bro. Uh, I I say it all the time. I just asked for an ID check a few minutes ago. People are ta- constantly when they reference you, they talk about how the poise and the charisma and just the 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 cerebral. Uh, you know, fortitude that you have in the way that you carry yourself like a 30 year old so many times, even better than a 30 year old, because I'm almost 40 and, and I feel like you're way more mature and, and held together than I am. I want to know what is 16 year old Jackson or I want to give you a few minutes to tell 30 year old Jackson or the best advice or the best hope for what it is you're looking at at 30 years old, if we were going to unlock this video in 15 years and 30 year old Jackson Orr is going to sit back and watch this, what do you want to tell 30 year old Jackson Orr? I would, I think confident. I've struggled with this over the past couple of years and that's been confidence. If I, I haven't had confidence in myself. Uh, I've la- a little bit of last year and the year before, and I've learned that, if you don't have confidence in yourself, you're not going to succeed. And no matter if that's in school, no matter if that's on the water, and no matter if that's in any other sports or just life in general. And so I've, I've done my best this year to develop confidence in myself and be assured with the decisions that I make. And that's been the biggest thing for me. And I really hope that I carry on that confidence in myself until I'm 30 years old, until I'm past that. And it's just been a huge key um, in my life. What do you want to be doing? What does 30-year-old Jackson Orr's life look like? I've, I really hope that I can go to college and fish in college. And that would be phenomenal And to where – I no matter what, I want to stay in the fishing industry because it's, it's where my passion is and that's what I love. And no matter if that's fishing out of a kayak, a glitter boat, or running shows or repping companies, I, I just really want to stay in the fishing community. Now, you talked about college. You're a junior in high school this year. Mm-hmm. You'll be a senior coming up next, next year. Next, I want to call it season. But school's not seasons, like <laughs> sorry. Um, but I mean, so I, I mean, is college is something you're actively kind of seeking and looking at now? What are you doing there? I am, yeah. I'm super, super interested in fishing in college, and that's been a goal of mine ever since I've really stepped foot in the kayak. And even before that, it's it's been a goal of mine to fish professionally. But I've learned to take life as it comes and one step at a time, I guess. So my goal right now is just to fish in college and that that would be a dream come true. Dude, I, I tell you what, man, I, 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 I hope, and I will pray cause I'm, I'm, you know, if you guys don't believe that I'm a praying man, 
that uh that everything that you want to succeed and to find and you know it's funny to even hear me the only thing you said tonight that is even remotely shocking or surprising to me is is you talking about having the lack of confidence because Jackson I'm telling you man right now there is no reason for you to not be uh, there's there's a fine line of of ego and confidence and and lining and and and, and that's hard when you're 16 years old and your father and your and your grandmother have done a phenomenal job, um, you know, in, in in building who you are now. But bro, if 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 you learn anything in this industry or anywhere in life, uh, don't you know have have confidence in yourself, um, humbly, that uh, you know because th- there's there's nothing you can't do. You're proving that every single time you're on the water, every single time you're in front of the camera, and bro, you're just you're you're just you're honestly straight up an inspiration. Um, you know, and, and I, I'm going to do something here real quick that I, that I, that I normally don't do. And I'm going to, and I'm going to talk about one of my sources. So obviously a lot goes into these interviews and into these conversations. And it's not something I really talk about a whole lot on the show. Um, but your dad sent me a text today and I'm going to read it. I, I, yeah. I'm going to read it and I'm just going to read it verbatim. It's a text to me. And as, as a young father with three toddlers of my own, I look at this text today and I hope and I pray that, that I have the relationship with my kids that you have with your father. Your dad texts me and he says, man, I can't think of anything. I'll dig it for dirt. From a father's perspective, he's an amazing kid who's wise beyond his years with a heart the size of Texas. He genuinely cares about other people. His dream is to earn a scholarship and to fish at the collegiate level and then maybe to fish professionally. He's a self-motivated young man whose grades are good enough to get into Notre Dame. I don't know why you'd want to go there. Anyway. <laughs> Your dad didn't put that. Uh, he could do anything he wants to do. His dream is to fish, and I support that 100%. I encourage him to follow his dream and will do anything I can to help get him where he wants to go. I wish I was brave enough to do what he's doing at his age with complete confidence, without fear, and with a humility that is unique. I'm a lucky father. Thank you for helping him on this journey and for being one of the guys he looks up to the most. You shouldn't be looking up to me. I'm a terrible influence. He's really looking forward to talking with you tonight, Scott. That's awesome. That just that that explains him. He's he's truly an amazing father to me. It's man. Dude, I, uh, go when this is over, bro, go hug your dad for me. I, just, and for everybody watching this that. show, because I, I, I'm, I'm a, I've said it before. I've said it this entire show. I'm a fan of yours, and I'm going to be a fan of yours uh, for as long as you're doing anything in life. And at any point in time, you feel like you should have that head down low, call me, call Ron, call any of these 75 folks that are watching live right now and all the folks around, uh, you know, or hit up your dad because, bro, you've got an entire – industry in this sport uh pulling for you and what you're doing and uh and and just keep doing it bro oh that means so much to me scott thank you so much so without that with that man you absolutely crushed uh no no plead the fifth needed six questions up six questions down there's nothing left to really do but to roll out the red carpet for you jackson um i want you to take an opportunity man uh thank any of the sponsors you want to thank give a shout out Whomever it is that you want to shout out, I know you got a cute little girlfriend that you might want to talk to. <laughs> I'm gonna throw that dirt in the street. Um, but uh, but uh, no, nah, man, you know, give your shout outs, give some love to the sponsors, and uh, and and tell us what you got coming up next in your life. Okay, yes. First, I really want to thank my dad, and I ca- I can't thank him enough for all of the support he has give given me throughout this journey and. Everything he does for me, he drives me to all these tournaments, and 
he actually loves the sport as well. And we fish together and help one another. And I want to thank you for everything you have helped me with and for having me on your show tonight and for promoting my charity tournament and making that as best as it could be. And I have 11 amazing sponsors that I want to thank. I have St. Croix Rods, Dry Dry Dock Marine Center, Hobie, Calcos Fishing, Fishing Online, Trocar and Eagle Claw, Picasso Lures, Ram Mounts, Bayou Bug Jigs, and Tourney Tag. And I I can't thank them enough. And last but certainly not least, I want to thank my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I couldn't. I would be nowhere near where I am today without him. And I just, I'm so blessed. It's been awesome. And the whole kayak fishing community is, is amazing. I I say that over and over again, but it's, it's true. And I, I wouldn't be here today without them as well. And I've had so much encouragement and I just, it means more than anyone could imagine to me. Well, bro, you're a phenomenal young man. Uh, that's that's a that's you know there there are guys that have been fishing, and I get it. You've been fishing you know pretty much your whole life too. But there's been guys that have been fishing two and three, four times as long as you've been fishing that don't have uh, that don't have that kind of support from companies. That alone should mean uh, that there's no reason for you to ever feel shaky or less confident than what you are. Uh, Calco's Fishing, uh, who is one of your sponsors and who I'm great friends with. Uh, I mean, let's just be honest. We're going to give away some of their gear tonight. Uh, we talked about this bait bag at the beginning of the show. Uh, this is Calco's bait sack, and I'm going to run you guys through real quick why I love this thing. So, uh, you know, we talked about, you know, having the kids and, and different stuff like that. I, I'm not a big fan of one of these giant number four hooks runs through one of your fingers or runs through one of the kids' fingers. I'm even less of a fan when this goes through my leather car seats because, let's be honest, the kids can get stitches a lot cheaper than my leather car seats get stitches. Just kidding, honey. I don't want the kids to get stitches. <laughs> I'm, this is a lot easier to take out of a kid's finger than the car seat, though. Let's just be honest. So if she's watching, I'm going to be in trouble for that. But anyway, so uh, y'all get me. are going to get me in trouble. Don't be laughing in the comment section over there. So with all of my treble hook baits, I now use this Calco's bait sack. And what it does is when this is tied onto the end of your rod or under your line, you can drop that in it down in there. All of that is completely free for the hooks. I mean, if you just roll that through your hands without this bag, <laughs> that's going to be trouble. <laughs> But uh, it lets you get a little line keeper on the back where you can run that rhino lound, uh, snap this on, and this pairs exceptionally well with the rod mule. Jackson, tell us why that rod mule is so incredible, bro. It's it's so awesome. I mean, I was actually a co-angler for a little bit, uh, fishing in Wednesday night tournaments, and it's so easy to take however many rods you want and have don't have lines crossing with each other and an easy way to carry like like you said like 10 rods and just one yeah. strap on, on, yeah. across There's, your shoulder you, you guys need to go to calcos.com or hop on youtube and watch some of the channels i've got a video somewhere on facebook of the rod mule i'm a big fan of it i carry it with me everywhere that i go whether i'm having to hop in jeans truck and ride shotgun somewhere or whether i'm throwing stuff in the back of my truck to head to the local creek um, anything that I'm running, you can do this with all kinds of baits. Uh, this is really big with the umbrella rigs. I've got one of the bigger sizes that has the umbrella rigs. I'm just getting into that. I'm still learning, but I'm, I'm getting around to that. So Picasso's umbrella rigs actually really good. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but anything that I run, especially with, uh, with a treble hook, I use a bait sack. And like I said, that snaps on the base of that pole. And then you can load all of these up in that rod mule. And the rod mule is just basically a big sleeve that runs over all of your rods in one unit. Wraps around on both ends and allows you to carry six, eight, ten, twelve rods over your shoulder with one strap, one hand. And uh, we're gonna give this away. We've got four of these and a rod mule. It's like a hundred bucks. Like a hundred bucks, bro. Calco stepping up. But we gotta find a winner, right? So we talked about Halloween. We talked about what was going on and what was scary. And uh, Mister, our winner. Uh, drum roll, if you guys are watching. Uh, let's see. It says lives in Sacramento, California. From our, uh, from Arkansas City, Kansas? From Kansas. I can't read. I don't know why I do this show. I'm a terrible reader. But he's been in Sacramento now. Mr. Dustin Latrell, it looks like. Boom. Somewhere. Anyway, that's his face. Y'all don't go be going in front of him. Uh, but Mr. Dustin, uh, if, you guys are, if you guys are friends with him or he's watching, y'all drop his, uh, drop his name there in the comment section. 
give him a tag, give him a shout out. Dustin, brother, congratulations. You are the big winner for the rod mule and four bait sacks from Calcos Fishing. You can jump in my DMs or into the show's DMs, and we'll get some information from you. If you're currently in Sacramento, then that should be an easy amount of shipping <laughs> for Calcost. So to get those out to you. So congratulations again, man. Uh, and, and Jackson, bro, you just, you absolutely slayed this interview. Uh, I mean, six questions, crushed them, <laughs> crushed them, bro. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you so much, Scott. You're phenomenal, man. Go hug your dad, call grandma and, uh, and tell everybody we, we give some love from the show. Thanks so much for coming on the show and, uh, and we'll catch up with you soon. All right. We're going to be right. watching for you at the TOC. What? We're going to be watching for you oh, at the TOC. I appreciate that. I, I hope to make you all proud. So you're doing great things, man. Uh, you're doing great things. We're going to be fans, and we'll be watching, brother, all right? All right. Thank you so much, Scott, for everything. I appreciate you. Appreciate it, Jackson. Thank you, sir. All right. Thank you. Guys, that is Mr. Jackson or uh, unbelievable young man with what he's doing uh, in and around the water. What a phenomenal interview. We talked for almost an hour and a half on this episode just about uh you know all different kinds of things going on in and around his life and and on and off the water with that young man to be 16 years old and be doing what he's doing obviously he's surrounded by some phenomenal folks and has got a great support team uh there at home like you have to when you're 16 years old but you know again you know just a reference to hear his relationship with his dad and with his family and with his grandmother it's just it's, it's one of those things man just it's, it gets me excited and it's super awesome to uh to to see those things go together so um with that guys uh next week's show is going to be on the road we're taking this gig on the road so y'all stay patient with us next week as we try to get this set up somewhere else we've got a guest that uh that straight up was worth i mean not that every guest isn't worth us driving to but we got a, a guest next week that's definitely worth us going to their shop and seeing what they do and helping tell their story so uh going on the road might be something you guys want to check out. If you guys missed any of this episode, you guys can go to westbrooksupplyco.com forward slash Westbrook Wednesday and, and catch up or catch it up on any major podcast. As always, I'm your host, Scott Butcher. Thanks so much to uh, Calco's Fishing and to Jackson Orr for coming on and doing the show tonight. Uh, I had a blast. We'll catch up with you guys next week. As always, tackle your dreams. See ya. Holla.